0: Welcome to the Public Health Report. Today, I'm your host, Dr. April Moreno, and today is March 22nd. We are here with the Wednesday midweek report on Public Health News. Did you know that we are currently in National Sleep Awareness Month? March is National Sleep Awareness Month, and with the recent time change and loss of one hour, many of us are still adjusting to this change, and it's a perfect time for us to recognize Sleep Awareness Month. So in this discussion moderated by CNN's Jacqueline Howard, we have access to the science of sleep, exploring the connection between rest and health. And this was recorded with a number of profet- uh, number of professors, including Elizabeth Klerman of Harvard Medical School, Carmela Alcantara of Columbia School of Social Work, Azizi Seixas of University of Miami Miller School of Medicine, and Rebecca Spencer, the professor Professor of, professor of psychology and brain science at UMass Amherst. And basically what they found was that, uh, as I quote, "We when we turn the clocks ahead this spring, we'll lose an hour of sleep, but for many Americans, poor sleep is a nightly problem. Lack of sleep takes a toll on physical and mental health, increasing risk for chronic conditions such as high blood pressure and obesity. These expert panelists unpacked the latest research on rest, such as how social and environmental factors can impact sleep, and they explored the connection between race, sleep, and health disparities, sharing advice on how to improve sleep quality for better overall health. So learn more by accessing that video presentation by searching the science of sleep. Albany Medical College also has a PDF online about National Sleep Awareness Month and why sleep is so important. So you can find that online and also visit the National Sleep Foundation at sleepfoundation.org for more information. The FIAT conference is coming up soon on June 1st to the 3rd, and early bird registration and abstracts are accepted until March 31st. And today we're featuring our speaker, Dr. Azizi Seishas, who will be there at the FIAT Public Health Informatics and Technology Conference online, presenting as a featured speaker. Dr. Azizi Sechas is a national and international thought leader in precision and personalized population health, digital health technology and innovation, and novel analytical tools like AI and machine learning that tackle our most vexing public health issues. He's currently Associate Professor of Behavioral Health and Psychology at the University of Miami Miller School of Medicine Interim Chair of the Department of Informatics and Data Science, Health Data Science, Director of the Media and Innovation Lab, and Associate Director of the Center for Translational Sleep and Circadian Sciences. He leads Miami University of Miami's Digital Therapeutics Vertical in the Institute of Data Science and Computing. So please join us at fiat, P-H-I-A-T, conference.com to hear his talk on technology innovation for health. And again, early bird registration is available until March 31st. Next, today we're talking about COVID and Latinx mental health. Researchers found that Latinx mental health has faced severe challenges during the pandemic. Here is a roundup of academic literature addressing these unique disparities. One of them is done by Washington University at the state of Washington University of Washington Latino Center for Health. And this is uh, according to the Latino Center for Health co-director Leo Morales, MD, PhD, who states that COVID-19 has eliminated and exacerbated disparities in anxiety and depression, impacting Latinos. Washington state must do much more to provide accessible and culturally and linguistically appropriate mental health services for all Latinos in the state including rural and urban, insured and uninsured, migrant and non-migrant, immigrant and non-immigrant. So in Latinx Hispanic communities, there has been a higher risk of infection, we found in the literature, with more severe outcomes from COVID. As highlighted in this article here, uh, published by Liebert Publications, um, the COVID-19 pandemic has especially laid bare the health inequities affecting immigrants of Hispanic and Latino Uh, Latina background, with recent reports indicating that Hispanics have the highest age-adjusted infection rates than all other racial ethnic groups, and COVID cases are higher in areas with a larger proportion of Hispanics, undocumented individuals, and immigrants. Furthermore, Hispanics are at higher risk for SARS-CoV-2 infection, hospitalization, and mortality, and that was by uh, Cameron Orniston, Joy, Joylina Changong, and Faustine Williams on their editorial uh, in the Health Equity Journal on the COVID-19 pandemic and Hispanic, Latina, Latino, immigrant mental health, and why more needs to be done. These challenges are seen particularly among migrant communities and family members with different immigration statuses or financial difficulties lack of mental health services and other challenges exist. This article here published by Springer on mental health and COVID-19 pandemic stressors among Latina, Latina, Latino, Latinx college students with varying self and parental immigration status by Enriquez, Morales, Rodriguez, Chavaria and Roe in the Journal of Racial and Ethnic Health Disparities has stated that ultimately, we argue that the high stress nature of the pandemic elevated mental distress across all student groups, but the structural exclusion of undocumented immigrants contributes to unique experiences of stress among Latino, Latina and Latinx undocumented students and US citizen students with undocumented parents. In mental health among rural Latino immigrants during the COVID-19 pandemic, published by NCBI, the National Library of Medicine, in the um, journal SSM Mental Health, authored by Goldman, Miller, uh, Plancarte, Perez, Lua, Bayan, and the Trinidad Young, uh, Mental Health Among Rural Latino Students During the COVID-19 Pandemic. The abstract excerpt is that the mental health of United States Latino population significantly deteriorated during the, the SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 pandemic, and Latino immigrants living in rural areas faced unique vulnerabilities. However, few studies have specifically examined the mental health burden and experiences of rural Latino immigrants during the pandemic. Their findings suggested that mental health intervention models that engage with multiple family members Policies that support infrastructure for encouraging exercise and outdoor activity and ensuring access to culturally and linguistically appropriate mental health may be important for protecting Latino communities and their population mental health. Next in the news today is what happens at the end of COVID-19's health emergency declaration. So according to the end of um, At the end of the COVID-19 emergency, some services will be changing and some will remain the same. According to Kaiser Family Foundation, uh, there are changes in terms of vaccines, at-home COVID tests, PCR and rapid tests, telemedicine, and more. So overall, the widest-ranging impact from the end of the emergency will likely be higher costs for COVID tests, according to this report. The end of free COVID tests could have broad implications for people's ability to get timely diagnoses or prevent transmission. Other changes that are tied to the public health emergency are discussed in another brief. find out more, you can visit Kaiser Family Foundation's The End of the COVID-19 Public Health Emergency, Details on Health Coverage and Access, authored by Cox, Cates, Kubanski, and Tolbert, dated February 3rd. Next today in the news is about RTI's RTI Press's addressing medical, Informa- medical misinformation report. At this crucial moment in public health, it is timely that we address both public health and medical misinformation. So RTI Press has put together a report on innovative methods to address misinformation and encourage evidence-based methods for sharing information. And the authors state that as stewards of communities' health, we must understand the root causes of this crisis and devise novel curricular strategies to combat it. And so a series of best practice case studies, methods and lessons learned are shared in this report. And in its conclusion, the authors share what matters most in addressing misinformation. Quote, undoubtedly misinformation is a salient and pressing focus of concern among health professionals. Programs that train those professionals can provide important support. And yet it is also clear that revising and improving medical school curricula to meet this concern will require patience, consistent effort, and careful planning to encourage long-term patient engagement strategies that the next generations of healthcare professionals can systematically adopt and implement. So now we're talking about our upcoming events with the PHPN and the community at large. Welcome. You're welcome to join us on uh, April 5th, as we lead our first workshop on Spanish for community health. This is led by Ariel Reyes, who will be discussing, leading and facilitating conversation on vaccines and immunization. The fee is $45 plus the Eventbrite fee. However, PHPN network members available, their tickets are available at $30 per person and the registration link is on our website at publichealthpodcasters.com slash events. Join us in our discussions led by fluent Spanish-speaking public health professionals as we discuss various public health topics. Attendees will need to have at least an intermediate level of Spanish to participate in these conversations. The first one again is led by Ariel Reyes, a public health nonprofit professional. He is a nonprofit leader, with a background in public health management. He has a graduate certification in Hispanic studies, and he has worked with the Peace Corps and the Clinton Global Initiative to bring many public health projects to rural communities in Central America. So please join us on April 5th. We have a few other community events to mention today. Uh, Esri has a GIS best, Best Practices for Environmental Health Workshop beginning April 4th. And that link is at um, the ESRI um, search under best practices for environmental health. Health level seven, HL7, is hosting uh, HL7 Fire fundamentals, HL7 FHIR fundamentals, where you can learn more about interoperability standards with their training. And then the UCLA Center for Health Policy Research has a workshop, a talk on the Native Hawaiian and Pacific Islander community on data within reach and how to center the NHPI community on Wednesday, March 22nd, today at 1 p.m. Pacific. Finally, we have the All of Us Researchers Convention taking place March 29th through the 31st. It is a a free virtual event and you can register by uh, looking at All of Us Researchers Convention. So um, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Public Health Report for this midweek news update. And to learn more about us, visit publichealthpodcasters.com. Thanks for joining us.